the Lunch Break Kimsing is excited to announce that we have partnered with Crossway Books in an effort to give away their new book, the ESV Psalms Photography Edition. This edition of the Psalms seeks to capture the beauty of this beloved book of the Bible by featuring the text of each psalm alongside captivating original photography of the Irish landscape. Each passage is displayed on its own page with the photograph tying into the theme of the text, capturing scenery of rolling meadows, flowing streams, and sweeping coastlines. Combining a spacious layout and generous margins with the typesetting free of verse numbers, the ESV Psalms Photography Edition is a beautiful resource that's ideal for personal reflection or for giving away as a gift. And we are running a contest to give away two copies of this beautiful edition of the Psalms. Head over to our Facebook group, The Break Room, or find us on Instagram for details on this contest and how you can win. Welcome to the Lunch Break Hymn Scene, a podcast dedicated to the rediscovery of hymns, both ancient and modern, as well as the authors who penned them. I'm your host, Frank Aiken. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast, and don't forget to leave that five-star review and a comment. Join in on the conversation in the break room and come socialize with us on Instagram at the Lunch Break Hymn Scene. You can support us financially through buymeacoffee.com. All of those links are in the show notes. Now, let's grab our lunch boxes and our hymnals and dig in to today's episode. Joining us in the break room today is special guest Matt Searles. Matt lives in Oxford, England and leads biblical studies as a member of Crossland's training faculty. Crossland's is an organization that exists for the sake of the local church to provide trusted theological resources, training, and networks that equip believers for mission and ministry to the glory of Christ. Matt holds a doctorate in biblical theology, and he has a passion to communicate the deep truths of the faith and a clear and accessible way to normal Christians of all backgrounds. He particularly loves teaching the Psalms, helping people see how they are a gift from God to us to help us relate to Him in all areas of life. He has written three books and has produced six albums focusing on the Psalms. His musical work has been very beneficial to congregations looking to sing those Psalms, and he recently released part two of his album, Psalms for Congregations. We know that you will enjoy this interview and be blessed by it. And we will also post some information about Matt's ministry in the show notes, so be sure to check that out. And now, let's get into the interview. Well, Matt Searles, welcome to the Lunch Break Kim Sing. It's great to be with you. Yes, sir. Thank you for joining us. Uh, so why don't you, first of all, start off by telling us a little bit about yourself, your ministry, and and really how it all started. Yeah, well, I'm, uh, I currently teach theology at a seminary in the UK. Um, we'll teach biblical studies, but before that, I was a pastor for a number of years. And um, in a sense, songwriting came, I saw it as a, 
um, a kind of pastoral role. I, I wasn't so much a musician who had a bunch of tunes in his head, but more wanted to pastor people. And song was one of the ways I could do that. Um, and particularly, it was um, oh, 10 plus years ago. Um, my mum fell sick very quickly. Um, there was one moment I remember when I was um, uh, I was driving to the hospital, got, got called from the hospital in the middle of the night, so you, you've got to get here quickly. This might be the last time you see her kind of thing. And so about midnight, two in the morning, I'm driving into London and I just kind of rummaged around in the car for, for a CD to put on, as I always did as I was you know, driving somewhere, just rummaged through the CDs. And I, I just kind of went by default to rummage through the CDs and suddenly thought, what what I want to listen to is I'm perhaps going to see my mum for the last time and um, about to encounter potentially grief and loss. And, and I realised nothing I had, Christian or non-Christian, really was what I wanted to listen to. And that kind of crystallised for me, I think, wanting to be more equipped to engage with God in harder times as well as the more upbeat times. I probably had a lot of Christian music for the upbeat moments in life, of which there are, of which there are many. But I thought I'm probably not as equipped to engage with God when times are hard. What does praise look like? What does worship look like? What does prayer look like when, yeah, just when we're struggling more? And so um, it wasn't that in that moment I decided I'm going to become a musician and write an album and all the rest of it. But that I think as I look back, that stuck in my mind. And then I had one verse running through my head from Psalm 30, weeping may remain for a night, but rejoicing comes in the morning. And that was just going round and round and round my head. And soon it kind of a melody attached itself to that and it gradually became a song. And then when my mum died, like my sister-in-law sang it beautifully at the funeral. And so it was never an in, really an intentional thing, but just um, it was almost pastoring myself. I found that putting Psalms to music, this one I did, and then I did a few more, that, that helped me. Um, and then I thought, well, could I share this with others? And so made a very simple first album, a friend who's a singer-songwriter kind of recorded it. And so it sort of, yeah, it, it came about that way, really wanting to give myself language to speak to God in harder times through the Psalms and, and then wanting to sort of share that with others. Um, so, uh, yeah, and sort of over, that was 10, 10 or so years ago, maybe 11 years ago. And so it sort of continued from then, but that was really the, the birthing of it. Now, thank you for sharing that. Yeah, something that you um, that's, you know, on that first album now and, and not yet, uh, you said this about singing the Psalms. You said we need the Psalms. Not only does God graciously reveal himself to us in his word, but he also gives us vocabulary to express our experience of him. The Psalms speak of joy, confidence, celebration and praise and also despair, grief, questioning and doubt. Rather than denying these feelings, our loving Father tells us to bring them all to him. The Psalms are the words he gives us to do this. The Psalms speak of the great joy there is in this life, in following the Lord, but also the fact that we await the new heavens and earth before we'll fully experience all the blessings that are ours in Christ. In short, the Psalms speak of what is now and, and not yet. Hmm. So some great, yeah, some great words. And, and you know, you've really, I mean, your ministry, so you have six albums now. So it's, it's um, yeah, I think your first album, you know, which the now and not yet was in 2011. Okay, yeah, sounds about so right. Yeah, so it's 2022. And, and so now we've, we're six albums um, later. So just uh, curious, at, so, and we just, we just saw so Psalms for congregations, 
The first one was in 2020, part one, in which you have a devotional for that. Uh, And then you have Psalms for singing part, uh, for congregation, excuse me, part two that just came out. Uh, I saw it on the 13th of of June here in the in the U.S. I think it was like a l- little bit earlier for you, you guys over in in UK. Um, but talk to me a little bit about so the writing process um, for 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 this for getting this these words into into the congregations. Yeah, well, the, I think the vision behind this and the you know sort of parts one and it was COVID that meant it became parts one and two just because it was harder to to get things done. Um, but that worked out. Yeah. Praise the Lord. It, yeah. It ended up working out um, in good ways. Um, but the vision was, I think what I noticed was having written a bunch of songs. Um, uh, yeah. Of, uh, in varying kind of keys, as it were, in terms of kind of upbeat to, to more kind of downbeat and probably what's um, more unusual is that probably my songs, there'd be a greater selection of downbeat songs, Lament, than mm-hmm. probably in your average Christian album. And I think there were a number of churches that did that that, that did use them. Um, but what I did notice was that often when you suddenly kind of need to sing a song, like perhaps there's been a, a bereavement in the church that week, and they just, I mean, I've had the moments when I was kind of leading worship or something, and I'll get an email saying, just to say this has happened, please can we change what we're doing on Sunday to reflect what's just happened? At that point, you can't learn a new, you don't want to learn a new a new melody. It's quite hard to learn a new song at that point. So not just for the, the laments, but I thought, well, can I give a selection of psalms that are for churches that might want to sing a psalm in an occasion like that, but don't need to learn a new melody? So a large, not all, not all, but a large number of these new psalms for congregations are set to existing hymn tunes. Mm-hmm. So I've done a, a few things recently where I've done an evening at a church and we've just we've just kind of sung. No, people arrive not knowing a single one and we kind of sing seven or eight psalms because by and large they know the tunes. So that, that's that been the goal behind this. And then, um, as I say, I feel I'm a sort of pastor more than musician. I do, I, you know, I do, I do and can play, but it's not my that's not the main thing I'm doing all the time. So really the words is where I'm, I'm focusing. And so to be honest, if there's an existing tune, so much the better, because I know that's good. The tune's good. It's, it's been around for 150 years and people have sung it. It works good. I can leave that and then, and then focus on the words. Um, and one of the blessings is that as I've released Psalm songs, churches have been keen for me to come and speak on the Psalms. So it's kind of been a bit of a virtuous circle. I've done more and more preaching and teaching on the Psalms. My doctoral studies are in the Psalms. And so that's meant I've had more engagement with them. And as I've been doing that occasionally, I think, oh yeah, that would work for a song. And I'm keeping an, an ear out for a tune that might fit. So um, so for a while I've wanted to put Psalm 103 to music. And I was just thinking, what kind of tune is gonna is gonna help us? It's got a long psalm, so it needs to be a a melody that's got lots of words and syllables in so you can actually get through it. So I, I've, I was kind of on the lookout for it. Might have tried a, a few and then, and then found a tune that I thought fit well. And so that, that was my process for that. Awesome. No, thank you. It's that's sort of tune of be that my vision, right? Is that, uh, I think it's come now fount of every blessing. Come now fount. Okay. Thank you. Neither my vision's a different one, but yeah, I definitely, I use that as well. That's a great tune. Yes. Yes. That's right. That's right. You do. Um, yeah, and I'll t- I, and I know as I said, 
you know, before uh, we started recording, you know, we've, you know, in, in a congregation I served in, we've, you know, we definitely used the Psalms that you had written uh, just to minute, just to minister to, uh, to us uh, for some things that, that we were going through. So, mm. uh, so yeah, so thank you uh, so much for that. Um, now, so talk to me a little bit about, so the devotion that you had set up with the, you know, with the, with the part one, um, like what, mm. talk to me a little bit about that as far as like your, you know, your vision for, for that. I know it was during COVID uh, mm. that, it, that, that, that came out. Yeah, it, it, it's funny because I, I think in my head, it's, it's a little bit more detached from the album. Even so, I can't now remember exactly how they related and kind of which came first. And I, th- I think probably the songs did, but um, partly it was during COVID. I mean, I'd done I'd done a book of psalm devotions that very much accompanied my album Tumbling Sky. Yes, um, and that was that was an exact kind of mapping. Every every song on the album got normally three devo- the, the psalm got three devotions, and um, and so I'd done that. Um, and that was actually one of my one of my bandmates, I think, who had kind of suggested that at the time and, and and planted the seed of an idea. So, so having done that, I'd kind of thought about continuing. Um, and I think also just in my own personal devotion time, I I just become persuaded of the value of going slowly. Um, I mean, I love biblical theology and I love reading through the scriptures and I teach biblical theology. And I lo- it's great to trace the the big storylines and to read big chunks. But I was also, I was becoming persuaded of the value just of just pausing on a verse or two. Um, and so that's what I started doing in, um, I think it was when kind of uh, over here in the UK, we had our first lockdown and people couldn't get out, couldn't do much, couldn't get to church. Um, and it, it was a kind of slight spur of the moment idea. Um, I think I said to my wife, I wonder if I should do some do something on, you know, on YouTube in the morning or, or Facebook, I think it was at the time, um, a, little, a little devotional thing. And I realized it would be good for me to be kind of still engaging with other people and, and engaging with the scriptures myself, but also with, with a view to serving others. So so I started doing that and it really was a sort of a verse or two at a time from a psalm. Um, and a, a pastor friend of mine described it as a, a slow train through the psalms. And I like that. That's that nice. that metaphor, the the slow train that you just you kind of catch things along the way that as you as you whiz through you wouldn't see, and that I found that a huge blessing actually just going slowly, just taking a verse or two and just just pondering and meditating and mulling on it, um, not not rushing and and yeah that was that was a blessing to me, and it was great to en- engage with folks. It was first Facebook and then I think put it onto YouTube as well. Um, I mean they're, they're all still up on YouTube I think on my YouTube channel. Um, and it was out of that that the, I mean, really just those kind of, I was pretty much handwriting them um, and then kind of delivering them almost from, almost from a script, actually. Um, so by the time I'd done that for however long, there was, you know, the devotions were, were there in draft form and mm. that's what that's what became the book, Be Still. Um, so it kind of, in a sense, accompanied the album, but also took on a little bit of a life of its own just because of the COVID times and then and just seeking to help people keep engaging with God and keep, yeah, keep encouraging one another through that. So, yeah, I remember that actually. And fa- I remember on, seeing it on Facebook. You were asked, mm. you reached out like, "Hey, I'm thinking about doing this," 
Um, and, and then, uh, you know, and, and I know I was like, yeah, I would, that's great. And I, so the, so the book kind of came from those, um, and yeah, they are still up on YouTube, um, uh, those, those devotions. So, yeah. so great. So yeah, thank you. Thank you for, for taking the time to, I think, put that stuff, that together. You know, it's, it's one thing to sing, you know, even like the, the, the hymns that we sing, um, this, you know, in the Psalms that, that we that we sing, but then to, to take, to take and meditate on that further to study, you know, what is God really saying here? And in Psalms, uh, you know, the inspired word of God, you know, um, you know, it's, I, I think that's a, I think that's something that we don't probably do enough of in the church, you know, and I say that, you know, the church as a, as a whole, one of the things I was thinking about actually is uh, so, you know, we've seen a, re- a resurgence, I think, of hymns in the last like 20 years. At least I've I've seen that, you know, a lot of it's been, you know, maybe in retunes or you've got you have different bands. You know, you have the Gettys that that have come that have come up and, and they've they've done old, you know, old hymns to new tunes. Uh, they've they've written new new hymns. Um, but I know in my experience, I haven't haven't so much seen psalms put back back in the church uh you know Mm -hmm. and uh, you know of course we sing some you know isaac watch stuff and he you know he sort of took the psalter and 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 and, uh you know and and rewrote it Uh, but Mm -hmm. what do you think um you know what do you why do you think that is and and how can we how can we get psalms back in into the you know the lips of of our of our our congregation Yeah, and I, I've kind of pretty much come off all social media, so I'm less in touch with what's going on. But I, I wonder if I, I agree with you about the kind of hymn sing movements, and 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 really the last year, 10, 20 years, there's been a lot of great stuff, and Red Mountain, Indelible Grace, loads of loads of good folks, um, and others. Um, I, I get the feeling that that there's more and more stuff coming out on the Psalms as well. Um, it's hard to know. It's a bit like if you buy a particular brand of car, suddenly you see that brand of car everywhere because you've got it in your mind. So I don't know if it's just because I'm in the Psalms that I notice, but it feels I'm seeing more and more people engaging with the Psalms. Um, so there is, there are, I mean, the Gettys have been doing some stuff and other, yes. it, it feels there's more, I feel there's a little bit more maybe than 10, 10 years ago or, or, or so. Um, uh, and different way, yeah, different different ways of doing that. Um, but, um, yeah, I think it's funny. I think there's, there's almost a top down the bottom up way to try and engage churches with the Psalms. Um, the sort of the the top down is, is persuade people of the importance of this. Um, and so often I'm teaching, teaching on the Psalms with the seminary, I, you know, teach on the Psalms and, and help people understand not just the Psalms, but more about corporate worship and, and and some of the breadth of that. And that actually, if we're only singing um, a particular type of song that reflects a particular type of emotion, that might not be serving the people um, as well as perhaps, you know, having more of a breadth helps people see all of life as to be brought to the Lord, not just the, the very upbeat moments. Yeah. So part of it is a sort of a, a, a teaching the church but in a sense, probably where my most recent musical um, Psalms for Congregations has been trying to do things is almost go the other way, which is bottom up, which is just just give people songs that people just want to sing. Yeah. 
regardless of whether they're psalms or not, they're hopefully songs that people enjoy singing. And I do think the kind of, um, we have an English phrase, the proof of the puddings in the eating. I don't know if that makes sense to, <laughs> to your American listeners. But sort of, <laughs> as, as you, as you take, I mean, it's kind of the biblical, the English equivalent of taste and see. As you, as you have a go, as you start engaging with the Psalms, you hopefully discover that is, that is, that gives a freshness and, and something different to your corporate worship. And, and so partly what I've wanted to do is for, for the kind of church circles I'm involved in, compared to perhaps a Presbyterian church, um, uh, that we, you know, that, that that might sort of more have a, a, a heritage and tradition of doing this. Most of the churches I've been involved in the UK don't have a don't have a sense of we should sing psalms, and so I'm trying to write songs that would would just be picked up just because they they fit musically into the genre that people are used to singing. But then hopefully, as they do, they start to say, oh, "Okay, oh, this song's this song does something different here. Oh, because it's a psalm, so it's a sort of a." kind of um yeah kind of in a sense sneak it under people's radar um even if they're not persuaded we need to sing psalms just to have a go and hopefully find that to be worthwhile doing because actually if you you know the presbyterians got there's a crown is it the crown and covenant hymnal in the uk we've got sing psalms from the scottish presbyterians there's there's some great resources but probably most of it is just certainly for the churches i've been in a little bit too inaccessible either stylistically or musically it's not quite where people are and so it seems a bit strange so i've been trying to just put something in a in the middle that is close enough to what is normal that people pick these songs up but then might lead them in to see some of the other great riches that have been um yeah done on the psalms by by people over the centuries yeah great yeah no that's great i mean definitely i think as as the resources you know have have made and, and continue to make themselves available. Um, you know, people, you know, people like you um, and in your, in your work there, I think it's, I think it's definitely something that the church will, you know, will embrace and, and, and everything. So, yeah. So thanks for, thanks for sharing that uh, with us, Matt. So let me ask you this. So any plans on any future albums? <laughs> <laughs> I just well, got I'm through still, with one. So <laughs> I, I, I am definitely a, a kind of a, a planner, and uh, and uh, I've always got a project on the go, but I'm I'm still waiting the CDs from this project. They're still being processed. They're manufactured in Europe, so with all that's going on, it's okay. I'm still waiting for them to be delivered. So I should probably let let those come through the door and and, and start getting rid of those before <laughs> um before I look too far ahead. Um, I yeah, I don't know. I'd love to. I think I've enjoyed what I've what I've done on this recent album, which is is so- songs that are really easy for a church to pick up. I can I could I've all I've done about three evenings for churches where I've like I've done a Psalms evening just in the last month or two and we've just got together I've done some teaching on the Psalms and then we've sung a bunch okay. and it's been so so easy to get people into it I think I'd like to keep maybe keep in that vein for a little yeah. for a little bit more um the, the the one kind of left field suggestion is um I've been listening to my new favorite app is the Church of England daily prayer app Okay. which is um, the Church of England morning prayer service. And in it, they've now got um, chanted psalms from this amazing choir in London where they basically take the text of the psalm and just chant it. And it's, yeah, I can imagine it'd be quite hard to sing that in church, but it's it's beautiful. And it's literally the very words of the Bible without any changes set to music. Um, so I've been inspired by that as to what, what might be possible. So I'd, I'm always keen to, 
um, to think what, I guess for me, it's the pastoring, it's the theology that comes first and therefore the words and then think musically what would serve that. So I'm prepared to think, okay, musically, could we do things differently that would help serve the lyrics better rather than just always going in the same old way that churches always sing? So I'm, yeah, I'd like to think if there are other styles that might better serve the Psalms. Um, so who knows where that train of thought will lead. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. We're, well, we're excited to see, you know, uh, what comes up and, and, you know, again, as, as I said, you know, this, and these, these six albums you have out the last, you know, I guess 11 or almost 12, uh, almost 12 years now, um, but, you know, again, been a real blessing, um, you know, for the church. So thank you. Thank you for that. So I got a couple of, uh, or I have a fun, a fun question. Uh, that we like to ask on the on the lunch break, Kim Singh. Um, we like to ask our guests. And so you're in Oxford, England. Yeah. Um, and if I'm ever to travel there, where is a spot that I need to eat? You need to eat. The um there is in the in the center of Oxford, there's a covered market. I think legally every store in there has to be independent. Okay. So it's kind of this quirky old indoor market. And there's um there's a place called Sassy's Thai Restaurant. It's it's tiny. You go and get served at a counter, then you just sit at a table next to whoever happens to be there, and you kind of ride up against people. But um, but that's pretty. That if you like Thai food, um, and it's um yeah, that's that that's it's it's a small little cafe. It's not posh restaurant, but that's that's real fun. Cool. Well, thank you. Awesome. Well, if I ever make my way down there, we'll we'll go grab some Thai. Yeah. Um, well, Matt Searles, where can where can we uh, where can people socialize with you? Where can they find you? I know you said you're off of uh, all, all social media, which I know that you're a hard person to to, to track down on there. <laughs> people can socialize with me in Oxford, England. Okay, <laughs> that's 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 about it. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm not. Yeah, I mean, I've got I've got a lot of devotions on a YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not on there checking stuff, so I'm not really engaging with folks. Right. Um, not hopefully because I'm mean, but just it's it's more a place I kind of put stuff. But sure. so there's a whole. There's probably a hundred plus devotions there, music and books. Um, but I'm not. Yeah, just for various reasons. About two years ago, I came off social media, and it, it's done me. I, I'm not kind of opposed to it for everyone, but it's done me good to just not be in that world for a little bit, which um, which is sad. Not I, what I miss is connecting with folks in this way. Yeah. But that's just that's just the way things are right now. So, um, uh, but my Bandcamp site there's um, uh, there's a little contact button, mattsells.bandcamp.com, I think, or something. Um, if you find my music page, there's a little contact, so you can you can shoot me an email that way if someone wants to be in touch. Okay. Well, we'll and what we'll do is we'll put a link in the description of the of the of the show notes uh, here for for folks to uh, to check out your your music. And uh, thank you again for, for hanging out with us and for everybody listening. Enjoy your lunch break. Great to be with you. Weeping is only for
hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Lunch Break Him Sing. We look forward to seeing you next time. Until then, enjoy your lunch break.